The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 12th chapter. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. In the first half of the 20th century, the German-American theologian Paul Tillich wrote, to be finite is to be afraid. Anxiety was just simply part of human existence and we had to get used to it. Fear, though, was based on four essential changes in life, and I, I think these examples might help. First was our fear of time, our change in time. For example, we fear growing old. The next change is space. I think everyone is afraid of walking through the woods at night. And then causality, the fear of having a family and then losing a family. And last is the change in substance. We all fear going from a living being to a dead person. Now, Tillich's solution for overcoming these changes was to have courage. Of course, it's not a great solution for those who are anxious or afraid of life. Trying harder is not the gospel. At first glance, 
Jesus today sounds like every other person who doesn't understand anxiety. And if we stopped at verse 22, there wouldn't be much hope. However, Jesus says more and gives more. He gives a life beyond our limitations. Jesus asks a beautiful question today. How much more? It's not a question of whether your life is more or your body is more or whether you are more valuable than the birds. It's a question of how much more. In order to answer this question, Jesus directs us beyond the temporal things. Seek God's kingdom and you will receive more. Jesus is very confident that you will find God's kingdom since the Heavenly Father loves to give you the kingdom. This kingdom exists in the world but is not of the world. It's the kingdom we pray for in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Its origin is heavenly. It operates according to heaven's way. This means living in God's kingdom means we are looking away from ourselves. We're focused on creation and not our stuff. Our way of life is giving and not compiling. And the currency of exchange is gift, not gold. And this is why our earthly life is meant for more. It's meant for heaven. Seeking the kingdom overcomes our fears because it gives a life beyond our limitations, a life empowered by God. God settles our fear of time because he's eternal. God calms our fear of space because he is everywhere. God stills our fear of causality because he's a communion of persons and we are never alone. God quiets our fear of substance because he'll never die. This God enters into our humanity through Jesus Christ. And he doesn't just enter our life, but he enters our limitations. Thus, he fully enters. And fully enter means that he was born of a woman. He grew up in a family. He experienced love and joy, heartbreak. He was tempted. He suffered bodily pain and he died. But Jesus rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. See, too many times we keep Jesus' humanity like our humanity, but it's the other way around. Our life, our body, is meant to be like Jesus' humanity which means your life, your body, 
is made for more. Our bodily life, the lives we live on earth, are meant to be heavenly. Martin Luther wrote in a commentary on Psalm 110, he writes, in Christ, our human nature is in heaven above at the right hand of God. It is an unspeakably great glory and honor for mankind to have been raised so high by him, not merely to heaven among the holy angels and archangels, but to, le to the level of direct equality with God himself. Now, Luther doesn't mean that we are equal with God. We are still creatures, and he's still creator. But what he means is that God humbled himself in Jesus to bring us back into his presence. You were created by God for more, to live beyond our sinful limitations. Your life is meant to live in God's presence. No amount of effort on our part will ever overcome our anxiety and fear. It is only by the power of Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, that we will live more. Now, how does one live this way? First, holy baptism. Through faith, through the faith we receive in holy baptism, God joined us and destined to live, destined us to live in community with him. Next is prayer. In prayer, Jesus consoles our anxieties and fears with the Holy Spirit. And then confession. Confession forgives our attempts to live by earthly means, by possessions, food, clothing, human status. And finally, by the Holy Eucharist. In the Lord's Supper, God empowers us with his divine presence so that we become like Jesus, living his divine life. We live beyond our limitations by baptism, prayer, confession, and Eucharist. But this is not instantaneous. It takes a lifetime. Patience, persistence, and perseverance. However, this endeavor comes with God's promises and his presence. And like Jesus promised two weeks ago, that we will find what we seek. Today, we learn the Heavenly Father just cannot wait to give it to us. When Jesus says, do not be anxious and do not fear, He's not asking you to try it on your own. He's not crushing your soul with something that's impossible. No, Jesus tells you to not be anxious and to not fear because he has died, rose again, and is ascended. And now his humanity affects all humanity. You aren't anxious or afraid because Jesus is not anxious or afraid. And each day, we live by the courage of Jesus. You are free from the world's worries. You have been given the heavenly life. 
This is the life every human was destined to live since the Garden of Eden. But of course, we've lost our way. But Jesus has found us, restored our way, and now gives us his Holy Spirit to lead us on his way. With Jesus leading us, and will all of us together, we love, we support, we encourage, we give each other hope along the way so that we might experience real love, real peace, real hope, and real courage. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.